Flying Casuals brought to you by Patreon supporters Brent, Kelly Breckner, Jory Webb, Wes Anderson, David Bush, and Nate Edison. May the force be with you. You're listening to Flying Casual, a Star Wars podcast. Here's your host, Michael Canterbury. Casual fam. Welcome to Chopper Base. Chopper Base. Well, I we haven't actually decided on a name yet. I just kind of went with that. Chewy Base. Well, that I mean, that's cute, but it's not. It, it's, oh, I'm sorry. Is uh, Chewy not Star, Star Wars? It's Star Wars, but it is isn't Star Wars. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. it's not an actual base, unless there's something out there in the expanded universe that I'm not familiar How with. How do you think the Rebels actually named their bases? Um, I don't know. They drew straws. I don't know, actually. So why couldn't why couldn't there be a Chewy base? There may be a Chewy base. There may be a Corona base. But we're making our own base, so yeah. you should be able to name it. Let, we'll put a poll out. Is <laughs> that a, that's a good idea, a right? Poll, I'm poll. not great at polls, but we'll put a poll out, and we'll see what the people want. Put it in a Facebook group. Put it. It could be though. Well, they, the text messages are coming through, and of course, my you know, it's it it doesn't fail, guys. My mom calls or texts every episode. <laughs> she bless her heart. She just doesn't understand that I'm podcasting, and that's okay. Mom, enough with the text messages. Um, so we'll just leave that silent there. Hopefully that doesn't happen again, but, uh, Holly, we'll, we'll put the, we'll put the, uh, the poll out for everyone to, to choose the base. I think that's a great idea. Let's do it. Um, uh, Luke, is that a good idea? I mean, we could, is that a, is that a good idea? Do you have any suggestions for the poll? I don't know. I'm just getting a little hungry. Uh, when you say chewy base, it sounds like you're cooking up a sauce or something. You get your <laughs> chewy base going and then you that's add right. some. Some, yeah, a little chopper know, base. Some butter and, and some seasoning. Oh, gosh. Go. Making a little stir fry. Ooh, he just had a slight stir fry. That's slight stir fry. And, and, and it, it takes me to my next topic of conversation here. You know, let's feed into the banter a little more. Feed into feed the banter. Feed into the banter. Uh, you know, the coronavirus, you know, going around is a very serious topic, guys. And I, I don't want to poke too much fun at it. But, uh, um, I mean, we're kind of, we got a quarantine going on right now in the new base somewhat. Um, I don't think we can stay here forever, Holly. But we've we've stayed in quite a bit this weekend. Uh, Luke is 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 calling via Skype because uh, his wife is in the healthcare field and they have small children, and we don't want to we don't want to put the you know put them at risk. So we thought a Skype call you know would be best. So we're doing our part, Casual Fam, to to contain this virus um, as best as possible. And and I'm gonna tell you right now, I hope y'all got out and got supplies. And I hope you went before we did, which was tonight, <laughs> Sunday night. Um, that was a little late, wasn't it, Holly? Yeah, don't do that. I mean, if you want to make spaghetti this week, I mean, it's going to be you know, a fifteen dollar meal because you're getting the Rouse, you know, eleven ninety nine pizza or, or pasta sauce, or yeah, or it's the spaghetti that's made out of spinach, which apparently people don't they, want. I don't know yeah. why. It's actually funny. You kind of see the things that really don't sell so hot, <laughs> which we realize were things that we buy frequently <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, right. but I'll tell not you, not the Rouse though. I'll say that. that I don't, don't know what that is, but it's that spaghetti sauce that we saw that's like great for like. 
it's, I think oh, it was, yeah. yeah, I remember it had the really low sodium in it. Comes I, in a pouch? No, oh. I've never <laughs> seen sauce okay. that comes in a pouch. That was a different grocery trip. I don't know where you were. <laughs> Must have been at Whole Foods. Luke, have you seen spaghetti sauce in a pouch? I'm not familiar. Maybe they've done, you know, with spaghetti sauce like they did with milk in the school systems. And it's now in a pouch and you can punch a straw through it. Yeah, yeah punch that straw right through there and right? bring it up. Gosh, does anyone else did you Holly? Did your school up in Maine? I feel like they probably put them in you know some cardboard box. You know, we like, definitely had little cardboard boxes. Yeah, but it was little milk. Yeah, and it was made by this company called Oakhurst, oh. and the kids' milk had this little acorn. His name was Oki. You could join oh. his fan club. And all those lactose intolerant kids were like, "Okay, you bastard." Well, one of my Great friends. Scary memories. <laughs> That's I don't drink milk, so I That's distinctly right. yeah. remember all the milk I didn't drink, apparently. That's right, yeah. Easy on the milk, Holly. Uh, Luke, did you have the pouch bags of milk in, in your school? Yeah, I remember the transition being kind of jarring. I went from a yeah. school that didn't have them. They had the boxes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, these bags. Yeah, they showed it was, up. It was very shocking. I was like, "What? what is that? You yeah. used to have the kids <laughs> who didn't put the straw through them, and they were just kind of... Chew the corner off. What? And suck it Animals. down. Animals. Did you ever see that? <laughs> no. I never saw that. Sorry, but they would just like gnaw on it and it, it would just open. It bleeds out like a slow yeah. drip. I mean, you got to be careful with that thing once you do that. I mean, it's kind of like you got to chug it and then yeah. and then done. I felt like that should have been something that they informed our folks about. I don't think there was any announcement. I think it was just like, we're going to plastic. Um, and it slowly leached into all of our, you know, milk over I'll the years. I'll be damned if my parents ever let me drink a beverage from a plastic oh, bag. Oh, it's just, yeah. I don't think so, they would. Those, oh, wait. So hold, no, 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 no. <laughs> You're drinking a beverage from a plastic bag right now. Let me a be clear. A box of wine. My mom was not around then, so she came later. So she would probably support a beverage from a bag. Oh, yeah. No, I, I love that you just made that statement, yet you're <laughs> working on a three-liter bag in a box of wine, um, which is great. I mean, it's, that, that's, this is what the coronavirus has done to a lot of us, you know? You're drinking the box. Well, that, that's been happening for a while, which means you've been preparing for a while. You know, you always <laughs> need three liters of wine on standby Listen, at all times. You're a prepper. At we this had point. to stock up. We had to stock up. We na we have a 24 pack of Michelob Ultra. This will last me till the next pandemic. Not this it's can. Ultra. That they, one can. I mean, that is yeah, 95 calories. You can't beat that, guys. You can't during these times where we're you know we're secluded to our homes and confined within these four walls. You can't be drinking those heavy craft beers. Am I right? I mean, I I would I would you can't. Well, now they're all shut down. Now, so well, yeah, you you definitely can have fun going to a, a local bar or anything mm. here in Ohio. Because as of nine p.m. tonight, um, eating in anywhere or you know enjoying a beverage anywhere is now closed indefinitely, right. right? And forever. Well, I mean, until the governor says get back at it. Um, so we, you know, we luckily our neighbor, you know, is is a as a as a. Uh, Employed at the Budweiser plant here in town and hooked us up, thank God, because, I mean, just in time for the shutdown. Uh, so we're going to be doing just okay. And I don't know, you, what, how many, you got a couple liters still in that, that box? Yeah. We're probably, we should have got another one at the grocery store today. What Always were, buy I, in bulk. 
The lesson that we've learned. <laughs> Always buy in bulk. Especially wine. Luke, is the Elder House doing any any prepara- preparation? Are you, are you still drinking those heavy craft brews? Are, do you, the main question I have to say, can I borrow a roll of toilet paper? Huh. Oh, yeah. I got a few to spare. I actually stocked up on that a bit ago. But, uh, you know what? Pre-virus. I actually, but I, I, I did, I'm still drinking the same style of beer. I haven't... Um, haven't gone that far, huh? haven't rationed or, uh, you know gone down a few, a few pegs on that you know what i, I was actually fearing holly because luke told me the other day that he just had you know he got a 50 roll of tp just conveniently like he's, he he does bulk it wasn't a prepper situation unless there's a side of luke i don't know Who knows? um but um i was afraid that we were going to call him up on skype and he he was he maybe had just toilet papered his own den to just be like look at me world i've i'm i'm okay i'm doing okay and then he has blue milk in a bag (laughs) just hanging out selling that toilet paper on the black market seriously man just take that to work tomorrow and just just pull it out of your coat hey man you know, see what I got, man? <laughs> you just open that, open that. <laughs> the kids uh, want some toilet paper. Yeah, seriously. God, I will say we did make a Target run uh, this weekend, and uh, no toilet paper, unfortunately, but there was a four-pack of tissues. And I thought, you know what? Desperate times, it, it, the the worst it's going to be is, I, I'm, you know, it's going to be a really nice soft wipe because um, it Great. was the, the lotion-filled Kleenexes. So Michael swooped in and grab that one yeah swooping swiping wiping um phrasing phrasing however it happened um yeah so we hope i mean let i hope things calm down after a bit because this is is it was like it was being like being in in the apocalypse wasn't it holly it was people were running around like just grabbing crap it was terrifying it was chaos the entire organic food section of kroger oh, was sold out yeah which wiped out you know then something's up because it usually is fully stocked it was very disappointing. Mm. I need my avocados. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, it's it's dark times, guys, and I, I hope you all are doing, you know, your best to to try to help contain this, and that you're you're doing okay, and that you you know maybe stay away from your loved ones um, <laughs> as best as you can to try to contain this thing. And uh, if you have a fever, don't go to work. Yeah, don't go to work. That's that's what we're telling all of our staff, and 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 you should definitely follow um, the advice of the professionals that are kind of running the ship right now um and just uh, you know, seek the advice of the cdc and just just stay home work from home if you can wash your hands listen to flying casual listening to fly i mean that's why it's we're fine. doing it you know what i'm saying it's 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 uh, we want to be there to provide any entertainment you know during these stressful times if we can so hopefully we're doing that for you um and maybe we'll talk a little about star wars along the way um but uh i like to think of us sometimes holly as an informational podcast and then we'll sprinkle the star wars in sprinkle yeah because i mean star wars is you know i let me just come out and say I haven't watched the latest episode of the Clone Wars, so I don't have a lot to talk about with Star Wars. But we are. We told you guys we were going to do that, but this was a very busy weekend for us. Um, we, we are in the new studio. The new studio is not complete. Uh, far from it, Holly, right? That's right. Um, there's a giant sectional couch in here that I'm realizing is way too big for the space, and it's so it's a little tight in here. Um, so we're going to downsize some stuff and, 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 and keep working on that. So it was a busy week for us, this this loft was impossible to it was impossible to walk through 
<laughs> it was like a hoarder ago. situation. It, it was. It was just like a wall of furniture. It was. Yeah, they, the moving guys, I think, were a little worried. Or moving guys. The carpet guys, when they came in, I think they were questioning. And I had to disclose, we just moved in. Like, this isn't how we live. Or is it? There's usually well, not three <laughs> mattresses in my bathroom. Well, for a minute, <laughs> they were just about to stay there because yes, I wasn't moving them. That's true. That's true. So there was, there was a long, very long weekend for us. A new carpet in the bedrooms. It's great. <laughs> I put my face on it. It was awesome. Phrasing. Um, for, yeah, seriously. Seriously. Um, so that was, it was, a, it was, we were busy this weekend and I didn't have much time to watch the Clone Wars. Um, and either did Holly, but I know Luke did, and he's not going to spoil it for us just yet. We're going to talk about that four episode arc that we promised. Um, so we will get to that as soon as possible guys. Um, but Holly, we did, you know, Brett posted a really fun poll, uh, in the Facebook group this weekend. Um, and I'm, I'm sure it's going to start up some conversation, but if you wouldn't mind, Brent put together all of the, the top three characters, Yes. Or at least favorite characters. I don't want to say top because that sounds definitive, um, like a, like released by Star Wars or something. It's not. Um, our favorite, you know, the, the flying groups. casuals, yeah. yeah, favorite fans. Mm -hmm. And he sent us an email with the, with those results. You mind reading that? I would like to preface this yes, with the three favorites. Are not yours. Well, one of them is. Ooh, but okay. these are all tied for the top spot. Mm. So it was a three-way tie. We three got that wrong tie. last time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, Brent writes in, Hello there, Michael, Holly, Luke, and the rest of the Flying Casual family. Come on. The poll results for the Flying Casual family favorite Star Wars character mm. are in. Let's go. This week, we have another three-way tie. Tied for the top spot. Mm. With four votes each. Let's go. Is. I wish you had a drum roll on one of these. Oh my uh, God. I buttons. know. Me too. Me too. Me too. Okay. That was actually pretty good. Thank you. Luke Skywalker. I mean, he's he's my favorite too. Uh, that one of those votes are mine. I think one of those was yours. Yeah, they were. They were. Who's the next one? Obi Wan Kenobi. That's a big one too. Like, I'll give him. But that, that quiet down. He's okay. He's okay. Well, I would put Obi Wan above Ooh, Luke, but wow. we are not writing words. We're not. Remember, we're quarantined. You're stuck with me. <laughs> Ahsoka Tano. Ooh, that's a big one. That's a big one. Personally, I voted for Ahsoka. It's very topical too. You voted for Ahsoka. Yeah, I well, like it. Okay, I'm a fan. I do have some breaking news. Oh God, work is canceled, I Luke. <laughs> Let the man speak. Sorry, buddy. Got excited. No, it's it's not it's not that. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know about the poll. Okay. Until we were talking before recording, and like ten minutes before we started recording, I went and voted and voted. Oh my God. Obi Wan Kenobi is now alone at the top. <gasps> wow! Holy smokes! I don't know. Do I have a? Uh, I don't have a boo for that. But he's a great character. <laughs> Why would you boo him? I love Obi Wan Kenobi. Don't I think you he's one of the. Ever. He's just, he is. I don't know. I love Obi Wan. Mm. He's a very close second for me. But you know, here's the thing. I think this streaming service with his show. I really hope it continues um, and they, they finish <laughs> filming. Um, it has the potential to really dig into him even more. And he could become my favorite because I'm looking to see. I loved Luke Skywalker before The Last Jedi. 
but I love him so much more now because of it, because of that depth, because of mm-hmm. that, the trials that he went through. And, and I mean, yeah, he faced his own trials before, but like, I mean, having known what he knew and he still continues to learn, I'm looking for that in Obi-Wan and I hope we get it. Mm-hmm. So Luke, tell me why, why Obi-Wan? Oh, I think a lot of it comes to my prequel love mm. and the relationship between him and Anakin is like really the heart of one of my top movies in Revenge of the Sith and yeah. just how I think how well Ewan portrays the betrayal of Anakin and how, how difficult it is for him um, put it really, really high up there. And then he's the one in, in a new hope who, who sets the whole stage for the entire, yeah. the entire universe, the True. entire story universe of star Wars. He, gives us all the lore and the backstory. So when I was in fourth grade and had that garage sale VHS we've talked about go. and watching that over and over again, he was sort of the portal in to the universe in the way that he described the backstory and everything. So I think that that makes it have a special sort of place in my memory and my evaluation of the character. So I, I think those are the two main things that jump out at me when I first, you know, had a had to put something down on the on the pole. I like that that he 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 was he was the he was he he's what brought us into that that mystical side like like and it was somewhat vague though you know and and it's the force itself still is fairly vague but just the way Alec Guinness explains it and 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 I don't know it it just. I think it captivated a lot of us saying, wait, this mystical power, like, and it just made, I think a lot of us even want to learn more. And it's so funny that all these years later, even the sequel trilogy did a great job of saying, okay, exactly what is it? But it's just, I don't know. It's, and a lot of that is, is to Alec Guinness's credit, but what Lucasfilm and their, and their casting did such a great job. I mean, I look at Obi-Wan, I look at his mannerisms and even just his face and, and you can see him growing into Alec Guinness. You just can. So that was a great casting job on their part. And, and, and that, that sense of, um, that wise, you know, character that, that Alec Guinness portrayed. I thought, I thought Ewan did a great job of just showing us the junior version of that. But ultimately I think, he's fully capable of really embracing that, that Alec Guinness side. And, and I think we're going to get that. Um, so that it's a great call. I just think I, I, I cannot wait to learn more about him and the trials he's going to face in seclusion um, and what that's going to mean for him. How's it going to change him? You know, he was a somewhat optimistic character about and a rigid character. Let's be honest with the force and with Anakin, Though we know, you know, him and Satine, you know, he, there's a little love interest there. Hello. But, you know, how does he evolve in isolation? We're going to see his training. It's There's so much depth there, I think. Um, that could be very similar to my experience with Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi. So I cannot wait um, to learn a little more about him. It's going to be it's going to be fantastic. Now, Holly, the, the, the uh, Ahsoka, I, I mean, she changed Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So, so what about her is so compelling? I just think that it's really cool to have that female representation mm. of these women who are fierce and powerful. And it's, yeah. it's a different kind of power. 
Yeah. I feel like she is physically strong and she is also mentally and emotionally capable, which I think is a good, well-rounded female character. And I just feel like we see a lot of development with her. I think she became very loved very quickly. Yeah. Um, And I think that also she kind of represents a lot of different women. And so to me, I think that's especially important because Star Wars is so important for young women, older women, men, boys. Mm -hmm. It's just like, I think that everyone can kind of feel a little bit of Ahsoka in themselves. And I think that's really important. Yeah, she, I mean, there was obviously a foundation of, of, of some strong female characters in Star Wars, but Ahsoka changed Star Wars. She changed it forever. And to me, she, she's, she kind of broke the gender wall in Star Wars for me because, like you said, she is so loved by everyone. And a lot of that is, is like you said, we see qualities in all of us from her her trials and what she what she's up against you know her her strength you know she was dealing with you know one of the greatest jedi of all time anakin skywalker and found a way to really you know challenge him and 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 force him to grow and so you see a little bit of soak in all of us and it, it it's just it even you know was so much so when we were at celebration and I mean, and a lot of the credit is due to Dave Filoni for sure, but Ashley Eckstein and the way she's taken this character in the show and made it something great, but outside of the show, what she's done for herself and her business in that character and made it a symbol for good. Mm -hmm. I just remember going and and we wanted to go get her Tano shirt and and meet her and all. And I mean, all of it was sold out and she was overwhelmed with people. It's a lot of that is, is credited to her as well. So to me, she breaks down all the gender wall and 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 in Star Wars at least. Obviously, there's there's <laughs> leaps and bounds we need to go to you know to get you know the women the, the acknowledgement they deserve in our world. But what a great opportunity for that character and to ch- change. I mean, 2008 changed Star Wars. It just did. Um, and she faced her battles. You know, the Ahsoka herself in the show, but also as a character in Star Wars. I remember going in 2008 to see the movie. It wasn't great. Her <laughs> character wasn't great. And and it, it speaks to Dave Filoni saying, trust me on this. You're going to love her. I know where this is. You're going. They stuck with it. So much now when someone doesn't like a character or even Star Wars now, you know, someone says, I can't believe you did this. Or, you know, there's this whole divine Star Wars. Disney listened. They made changes. Things went a little differently because of the, you know, fans, because of hate, because of things people were saying. That happened in 2008, but Dave Filoni had a vision and he stuck with it. Luke, am, am I wrong? I mean, what, to you, what is Ahsoka? I mean, how, how, how has she affected Star Wars? I think you're spot on with talking about where she started in the initial reaction by so many people, but it, the place that the character started out in was definitely intentional. Yeah. And like you were saying, you know, Filoni and and George Lucas knew it was going to take time for everyone to grow with the character because you're, you're meeting the character at such a young age, younger than any of our other like main protagonists. Well, I'm sorry, except for Anakin. Yeah. But, 
I think in that way they like to like have her be a foil to Anakin because uh, she's the only other character you meet at such a young age who's such a big force. And I think you're meant not to think very much of her at, yeah. at the beginning because she doesn't think that much of herself. Great too. point. Yeah. You know, she's unsure of, of, of what she's capable of uh, through that you know initial um, movie and then into the beginning of the series. And that's part of the draw of her character that drew everyone in, I think, is to see where she ended up. And she end up, ends up as one of the most sort of confident and independent characters around when you look at what she ultimately does in terms of her your relationship to the Jedi order yeah, and how she then becomes basically a leader of the rebellion. Yeah. And who knows what else is, is in store for her ever evolving story. So yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah. And she's one of those characters that we're, we jump around in time with her so much too. We see so much Ahsoka in her history and we're now getting into the novels with her and it's just, now we're back in the Clone Wars with her. It's crazy that we're getting so much time with her, and that just speaks to how much people love her. And, and I love what you're saying, that like it was intentional. She didn't even know who she was, and she was growing into herself. Um, it's just she's such a freaking awesome character. Um, so it's it's rightfully so. I, I, I agree with every single submission. Um, and there was a lot of characters on there. A lot, well, there's a lot of other votes. Do you guys want to hear the runner up? Oh yeah, I'm really sorry. Characters. I jumped the gun. I'm I know really Michael is like just moving on. I know. Okay. Let's hear there. Um, let me tell you guys the honorable mentions. Mm. We had Dex. No. <sighs> sorry, Luke. Sorry, Luke. You want to? <laughs> yep. Yeah, sorry. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> I mean, do you want to guess? Because that could be um, a, that could be a game. Who do, you, who do you think? I feel like Anakin had to be up there. No, Ooh. Darth Vader. Darth Vader sure, was, but sure. yeah. I. But that's interesting, isn't it? It is. Interesting. Darth Vader was on there, yeah. but not Anakin. I'm a little surprised by that. And they're two. I mean, ultimately, like when you think about it, I mean, you can consider those two very different characters. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. Absolutely. Darth Vader. Han Solo. Very surprising. It's it's funny when you when you mention those three characters, like absolutely, and then I'm just now I'm like, yeah, why the hell is it on solo up there? I have no idea. I love it. Leia. Yeah, another. Kylo Ren. Also a solid, solid pick. Count Dooku. Yeah. I mean, yeah. sure. Count Rey. Dooku. I I feel like Count Dooku. I mean, Ray for me. Yeah, Ray is absolutely up there, but Count Dooku is a is a is a uh, is a surprising pick, but there's also I feel like there's a lot of depth there um, that we haven't even tapped into with Count Dooku. Count Dooku was a master, and he left the Jedi Order. And 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 what I, I I know I'm going back to Ahsoka here, but something else about Ahsoka is that I feel like Ahsoka was she saw what was coming. She saw she knew exactly what the Jedi's wrongdoings were and they were not going down a path that she agreed with she was ahead of the game and, and ultimately count dooku was too fate was gonna be yeah yeah so uh, dooku is he he uh, we just don't get enough time with him in the films to be honest but i mean hey when when, when palpatine's going through apprentice after apprentice i mean like what do you expect <laughs> um but yeah so um, uh, what are other women uh, other honorable mentions cassie and andor mm. Cannot wait for the new show. For this show, I know it has such great potential. And Cassian Andor was not my favorite part of Rogue One to begin with, and but now he's 
a really strong character in there and i realize that and accept that there's a lot there there's a lot there and it's oh my god when he's telling jen like i've been in this fight since i was six years old i lost you're not the only one who lost everything it just breaks me it breaks me um so i'm really excited to get more time with cassian oh isn't disney plus great goodness goodness i know i can't wait yeah and then i guess we won't get to binge it but that's okay not like love is (sighs) blind which was a binge this weekend (laughs) jesus luke have you heard about love is blind do i need to summarize i've heard a little bit about it yeah watch it i was hooked so here's okay folks this i'm gonna share a secret okay i don't know if i've shared this before on the podcast or not but i have a very very small interest in a soft spot for the bachelor the television show on abc it's just really terrible television and i find it fascinating and most of it's because there's these 20 something beautiful intelligent you know folks who have great jobs are like i'm never gonna find love it's like are you (laughs) freaking nuts like it's just fascinating to me these people would go and do such a thing it just blows my mind and i find it fascinating now grant i haven't watched it for years but we watched the finale of the last one and guess who had a great time, Ms. Holly Walton (laughs) herself. She dissed the show for years and years and years and then sat down and watched it and she said, why do I like this so much? And I said, great question, Holly. I ask myself that every time I watch it. I couldn't stop watching it. Couldn't stop it. It was was really bad. It was really bad and great though, right? But then I'm like, I need more terrible drama. Yes, yeah. Come on. So I'm like flipping through Netflix and I've seen people like posting online oh, about yeah. Love is Blind. Is and it? I was like, oh, is apparently. Is Love Blind? I, That's, I don't know. It's still up for debate. So it, I saw <laughs> it on Netflix and I was like, Michael, check this out. Yeah. I think we watched it for like four hours. Oh, yeah. No joke. And I didn't want to turn it off. But my eyes got to a point where I hadn't blinked and I was so tired. <laughs> My contacts just like suction cup to my eyeballs and I blacked out on the couch. And I, I, I wasn't intending to fall asleep during it because I was loving every second of it. Okay. So, concept. Concept. Luke, you listen close because I'm going to tell you this is much must-watch TV. Go ahead. These people have never seen each other. Mm. They've never spoken to each other. They do like a speed dating trial through the wall. So they're like speaking to each other through this wall and they don't see each other. They can't see each other. Yeah. So they build this relationship. In a few days. Right. Just by speaking to each other. Great concept. Without seeing each other. Yeah. And then they have to decide if they want to get married. Yeah. Are you going to propose to this lady after three days of talking to her? And there's people who did it. No spoilers. No spoilers, but there's like a dozen of them, right? There's six couples or something like that, right? Uh, Yeah, there could be, or maybe there's not. Or maybe there's more. Who knows? But okay. these people proposed to each other. And they didn't even know each other. And some of them get married. That's all I'm going to say. It's crazy. They get married in like a month, Holly. Okay. It's insane. Anyway. New concept. New concept. Love is blind, but Star Wars. Oh, my God. A Star Wars dating show. Here's what would happen if, if I participated. Ew, I'm not saying that I'm Raylos doing it. The would go freaking nutty. They Probably. And uh, you know what would be great? Just to... Uh, 
I would probably have too much fun with it. Because they would come into the pod and be like, hello. And I'd be like, mm, yes. <laughs> Ready to talk to me, are you? <laughs> and I, they, I would throw them off. They would learn nothing about me because I would just quote probably Yoda the entire time. But maybe someone would say, wow, this guy makes me laugh a lot, which was one of them. Like, he made me laugh so much. I was like, hell yeah, I'll marry him. It's like, whoa. <laughs> I mean, a marriage is, there's more to it than just humor. Is but um, I feel like the, the first wisdom funny of, person that yeah. you meet. And marry them. And marry them. Well, Yoda's pretty funny. Can you imagine the person who, like, goes in to talk to Chewbacca? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I feel like, you know, that would throw uh, everyone. They, like, I'm know. sorry. What did you say? <laughs> that sounded like a dying uh, horse. That <laughs> sounded nothing like Chewbacca. Mm -hmm. uh, Luke, have we, have we sold the show to you? I mean, is love blind? <laughs> I'd, I'd go for a Star Wars version. I'm oh. not sure I'm going to watch the uh, yeah. the real world version, but I could see, uh, you know how on SNL occasionally they'll do, you know, these reality shows, but put a spin on it in oh, yeah. a way that, you know, isn't the way the actual show is. So I, I would love, you know, an SNL sketch style. Absolutely. Star Wars Love is Blind. That'd be pretty good. Can you imagine, uh, like, what would be... Yeah. What, Brent, here's the next poll that we need to see. Yeah. What would the weirdest... Is love blind? <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> what What would be, like, the weirdest, Yeah. most unlikely couple? Yeah. No, and maybe you just give each person a character that they need to embody, and you send them into the pods. It's like, who ends up together? Yoda and Chewbacca? Maz and Chewie? See, here's the thing, though, is Han that and Leia? Kylo yeah. would just, like, disrupt the whole Kill thing. Kill everybody. Well, he would just, like, <laughs> I yeah. guess it's not really fair with the Jedi because they're yeah. just going to get into everybody's heads. I don't know. That's true. And we know that, you know, a spoiler yeah, it's alert like a for force, the... They have to have yeah. a force-proof oh. pod. A force-proof... Is it full of lead or something? <laughs> like, it's Superman? Can't, you know, penetrate it? Penetrate. Yeah. I knew that was coming. Phrasing. Phrasing. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, for all you polite folks out there, phrasing. Right. Um, so Luke, it, is it is it blind? I just gotta know because I didn't get any answers in this show. Well, I don't, I don't have those for you either, so you're gonna have to keep searching. <laughs> um, Maybe do some more research. I'm pretty sure that Nick Lachey said it was blind. That's another thing. It's hosted by Nick Lachey and his wife. Oh, and guys, I know we're off a Star Wars tangent here, but. Uh, Every time Nick Lachey introduces himself, he's known these people for a month, and he and obviously I'm Nick Lachey. Obviously, obviously, you don't need to say that, Nick Lachey. We know you're Nick Lachey. You don't need to say obviously because it just makes you sound like a dick. Maybe I should just be Vanessa Lachey and her husband. Obviously, Vanessa Lachey, and obviously her husband, and obviously this Who shall is remain <laughs> unnamed. <laughs> Who is Sorry, he? Nick Lachey. Who I, is that I, man? I just, uh, you know, they were fantastic hosts, but every time he said it, it made me cringe. I was like, "Come on, 98 degrees was like, I don't know, 1999. Come on, Nick, it's time to, it's time to move on. Was, You're hosting Love Is Blind. Okay? I was going to make on. a joke, yeah. but I think it was actually the Backstreet Boys who did Bye Bye. Wow, bye. it's sad that is I that know right? more about no, no, boy bands. Come oh, on, Holly. It, 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 I don't is, know my boy band. You know what? I'll just mute her now, guys. <laughs> because you know what i'm sorry holly's muted now because she doesn't appreciate the 90s and the 2000s and all the epicness that was boy bands okay holly you're unmuted again sorry Ugh. Okay, you had to fine. be punished you had to be punished um <sighs> so 
remind me how I got on the Love is Blind kick. Yeah, well, um... That was not, the next poll, right? I mean, Brent is, is going to post a poll, is Love Blind, and I need answers from the Flying Casual fam. That is not the poll. Okay. The poll is, what? <laughs> who are the unlikely Star Wars couples? Okay. Uh, that's a good poll, too, but I still need the Is Love oh Blind poll. We'll get we'll it. We'll let Brent pick we'll, which one's yeah, the better one. We'll get post. answers. That's okay. All right. So, Brent said, thank you to all who... Oh, wait. I'm not done yeah, yet. Yeah. There's phrasing. more. <laughs> wow. Phrasing. Stop distracting me. Yeah, you're me. welcome. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. I just it's wanted to point out that my favorite... I had a very hard time voting yeah. in this poll, and I actually yeah. changed my vote like four times. Wow. But it went back and forth between the same two characters. Well, I got the notifications. Um, yeah. Sorry about it. So I said that I picked Ahsoka. Yeah. It will come as no surprise to anybody, especially not Nate. Yeah. Um, since he added this come character. Um, Nate put Chewbacca down, and I was like. It's a great character. A great character. A loyal character. So I immediately was like Chewbacca. Yeah. No questions asked. And then I was like, ooh. You know, I actually had feared had happened. Oh, what? I was afraid, you know, you were going to add Nick Jonas as a character in Star Wars. And I was going to have to delete the option. I was really afraid. As much as you didn't listen to Backstreet Boys or NSYNC or yeah. 98 Degrees, you sure love the Jonas Brothers. So maybe the Backstreet Boys, you know, the bad boys of the boy bands, maybe they were before your time. Is that fair? What if there's yeah. like... A Jedi boy band. <laughs> I mean, Ben Solo's leading it. If that's the I case, I don't think I don't. It would be like okay, yeah. It would be that's the age. Pool. Okay, so age aside, <laughs> it, would, it would be like Ben Solo, Ezra Bridger, and who young Anakin Jake I Boyd. Was, I was thinking, but he's the Aaron Carter of the group. I don't know yeah. who. Who's like one of Luke? Love that one. <laughs> I just I don't know. I think no. This is a great concept. Okay, so we've got a few things going on in the group right now. Okay, we have the is love blind poll. That one needs to happen. Then you have the best is the best potential couples in Star Wars. Unlikely. Mo oh, okay. Most if unlikely. If love is truly blind. If okay, so if we get the poll, it says yes, love is blind. What are the most unlikely couples in Star Wars? So those are our two polls, right? And then the third thing that needs to happen, I need everyone <laughs> posting who their five-member band. Is it going to be five or three? Let's say boy band. I just want five. five. No, it's that, that, Holly, this is not the Jonas Brothers, okay? Go back to the late 90s, <laughs> early 2000s. Three? They were five people a band. Okay, 98 Degrees doesn't count because they were like the side project of the boy band craves. You know, it, 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 five people. So let's get that going okay. in the group. I want to see it. It's, this is gonna be hysterical, and we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> if if everyone allows it, we're gonna go through these groups, <laughs> and it's gonna be so fun. And then we might even have to write songs specifically for these bands. I'm going all out with this idea. I mean, it's happening. I mean, can you imagine? Take the five experiences of characters in Star Wars and write a freaking song, a boy band song about it. You know, with Anakin, it's like something about hating sand. So you know oh, that's going to be in there. I want it, you know, not that way or something. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, it's course and 
something. <laughs> wow, everyone's like, wow, Michael, that's a surprisingly smooth voice you have there. I'm surprised you didn't start your own boy band back in, you know, 1999. Well, I was 12. So well, I mean, I, I don't know. Wasn't Justin Bieber like 12 when he started his whole boy oh, band thing? Oh, well, now I'm being compared to Justin Bieber. Thank you, Holly. That's great. Um, yeah, I guess I was, a t yeah, I was too involved with other things, you know, not, you know, drugs and mm -hmm. alcohol, but it was like, you know, <laughs> little league baseball right. and, and, and landscaping. Right. Yeah. Anyway. I'm just picturing it not being Ben Solo. I'm picturing it being Kylo Ren. And then he is like <laughs> Axl Rose and he, he just like, and then he just gets pissed and he like force pushes his drum set across the freaking stage. Oh, and he's like, yeah. oh, I'm out of here. Yeah. Not enough people showed up to my show, so I'm not going to play tonight. Yeah, but he, then he just, like, force, you know, chokes everyone oh. in the crowd. That'd that be would crazy. be crazy. That would be an epic ending, though, right? I mean, Is who needs pyrotechnics and shit when you have, you know, you can snap people's necks. Is this a music video? I mean, maybe, yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll shoot that too. Guys, the possibilities are endless. It's just, this is everything that you're saying, I'm loving. <laughs> everything. It's and you all heard it happening. Here first. It's all, I mean, tell me another podcast who is putting together a Star Wars boy band and writing a freaking song about it. Um, that's fine, casual, because that's what we do here. Uh, easy on the mall, Beck. Holly, Darth Sorry. Maul needs to be in there. He's got to be the bad boy. He's like the, He's uh, the emo. No, no, no. AJ. You remember AJ, AJ Luke? The bad boy oh, yeah. of Backstreet AJ. Boys. Oh, he was a bad boy. What? So that's like the mall, you know? You know so much more about these boy bands Guys, than I, I ever knew. Me, my sister was a huge fan. And like, I was more into Stained and like Grunge and Alice in Chains. But like... We listen to so many boy bands. I probably know more lyrics to that music than anything. It's crazy. I don't know. That's what happens when your sister's driving you everywhere. You listen <laughs> to a lot of Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. Um, Luke, did you have any similar experiences or was that just me? I don't know. I know what you're saying. I think there was some older sister influence there too. Yeah. Yeah. It, it happened, guys. It's real. It's real. Um, I object. Um, yeah. I have a rebuttal. Okay. Because I was the older sister, and I never did that to my brother. I'm tell Holly, I'm telling you right now, you were late to the party. I your older brother probably got a lot of Jonas Brothers. It was my younger brother. So. Hearing you swoon and seeing all the posters on your wall and stuff. I'm sure that was... Well... Um, it was, you, I know you were jamming in your in your Volkswagen, just, I'm hot, you're cold. I'm the one who had to tell you that, that was uh, What's-His-Face singing, not even Nick. Um, so... We're gonna we're gonna transition out of our boy band phase. We're gonna go back um, to the poll. We're gonna go back to the poll. I think Luke had to uh, uh, address a, a a baby issue, so we're, we'll see him back here in a second. But back to the poll, Holly. Um. Okay. So anyway, yeah, I went back and forth between Chewy and Ahsoka, but mm. ultimately I ended on Ahsoka. But yeah. thank you, Nate, for adding Chewbacca because that was, that awesome. was a great choice. It was a great. They choice. all were great options. Because um, there's so many good characters, right? I mean, yeah, they really are. And yeah. I think that one of the fascinating things is seeing what characters people love the most and why yeah. they love them. Yeah. So, like, I'm always so curious to know because then I feel like sometimes people are like, oh, I like this character because X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, yeah. that was not my experience yeah. with that character. And I'm really glad that you shared that with me because yep. I never would have gotten that. Absolutely. Um, I just think those conversations are really awesome. Well, um, and other characters like uh, Kanan. I mean, like four seasons of this epic show with this small group of people. You learn so much about them. We were watching Rebels the other day, and I was just like, look how freaking epic Kanan is. He doesn't even know it. Like, yeah. he's just so humble about it. It's just 
awesome. So that even opens up more possibilities. I know. It's so hard to choose, right? Yep, it really is. And I think um, I think Paige commented on there, like, this is not fair. It's not. <laughs> it, it's as if these, you know, top whatevers of Star Wars, they get harder and harder. It's like the movies were tough, like the soundtracks were tough. And you start talking about characters, it's like cheesy Pete's. Like, I think it's, it's really, really selective and really difficult. It but. is. Um, so Brent said, thanks to all who responded to the poll, Absolutely. to the folks who have recently joined the Facebook page. We are growing in yes, numbers. Let's go. let's go. Welcome to the Flying Casual family. Absolutely. Truly welcome. We're really excited to have everyone here. That was me, not Brent. But That's right. Brent echoed that. That's right. While the country continues to lose its mind, Come on. I hope everyone stays safe and remember what Han said. That's right. Keep your social distance, Chewy. Yeah. But don't look like you're trying to keep your social social distance. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Fly casual. That that's it's so perfect. It's so perfect. Oh God, that was an epic email from Brent. I thank him so much for communicating that and and putting the poll up. He's got he's got such good ideas in there and you know keeping it fun and and and, and just keeping the conversation going. I, I learned so much about all of you guys through Facebook. It's crazy. It's really fun. It's really fun. Um, a nice, you know, a nice space where all of us can gather from a distance, which is nice, especially in times of, you know, crisis. Um, but you know, I fully expect one day, this is crazy. Holly, but we were going on a walk and we talked about flying casual celebration in Columbus. It may be a real possibility in the future. Like for real, I'm just going to throw that out there. We're open to a gathering. We're in talks with some people, and mostly it's just you and me. <laughs> but, <laughs> and Chewy. <laughs> he has an opinion as well, but we're in, we're talking about it, and it, it, who knows? It could be a real possibility. We might have a fun event that we'll throw together. Absolutely. Absolutely. After the whole quarantining is over, when everyone's right. ready. Well, the quarantining is going to continue, I assure <laughs> you of that, especially with the Michelob Ultra. Michelob. Um, that's how they say in Maine, right? Sure. I think it is. It is. How many Michelobs did you drink in Maine? Zero. Okay. I did not turn 21 until I moved to Ohio. Oh, and that stopped you, I'm sure. Anyway. Well, that was, I'm glad we got that all out because that needed... I mean, guys, I've been in these, this house a long time. I'm sure, you know, Luke's been watching the kids. A lot. We needed to get that out. Praising. Um, but we are talking Star Wars, so no one can say that we're not, you know. But we did, you know, I didn't watch the, the latest episode uh, of Clone Wars, but we did read episode four. Episode four. Issue? How could you read an episode? Issue four. Issue four. Episode. Of the rise of Kylo Ren. And boy, was it okay. Yeah. It was okay. It was fine. Luke, I want to go to you. Because I got a text from Luke today saying I read Rise of Kylo Ren. And that's all it said. And I was like, ooh, I got to open this up. What do you think? And she said, it was okay. And that's Suspenseful. how I felt. It was okay. So what did you really think, my friend? Yeah, I got more of those incredible insights where that came from. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> I think the biggest the biggest revelation in that that whole that series was really in the first issue, yeah. which came out right before Rise of Skywalker. And it, it foreshadowed that. Ben's redemption and uh, that he wasn't the light was always much stronger than he wanted to let on yeah. in him. And sort of from there, it was kind of a, a downer from there in terms of like revelations and, and learning 
uh, about the character. I think I think some of the more interesting tidbits. I can't remember if we talked about this on the podcast, uh, but I, I remember I remember talking to you about it, Mike. There was one yeah. in like issue three, maybe, where Luke is talking to um, one of the other Padawans about how the Force is um, like open to everybody and everyone can tap yeah. into it. It's just some people have an easier start. They're, they're like window into the forces open wider at first. And absolutely. Um, so a little tidbits like that about how Luke, um, trained the Padawan, uh, Padawans. That's, yeah, plural. that's, I don't know if that's um, ever been clarified. I feel like Padawan is a plural of itself, like deer or something. Yeah. But no, Padawans. Uh, I think that was some interesting stuff that, the Knights of Ren to me still seem underdeveloped, even though we learn yeah. a lot more about them yep. in this comic book compared to what we knew about them before. They still, there still seems like there's, there's more there and, and maybe we'll get some more stories out of them. Uh, but it was interesting to see uh, that and you kind of predicted this one, Mike, that I think he would d- essentially have to dethrone um and the good kill he would get to get into the Knights of Ren would be that the leader, the Ren, right? They called him. Yeah. Uh, and and that the the visuals of the comic were incredible, and to look at our, yeah. our artwork, and to see them battle, and to see him, um, you know, win his victory over over the Ren and, and take his place as leader of the Knights of Ren. Definitely. Uh, so well, the dog's trying to make an appearance on the podcast. <laughs> Hello. Oh, hi, puppy. It's been my backrest for a while. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, there's some good stuff in there, but I still feel kind of underwhelmed by the Knights of Ren in general. Yeah, I couldn't agree. Couldn't agree with you more. Holly? This issue did not do it for me. Yeah. I, I, it felt, I know that there was a lot that happened in it, but ultimately I felt like it was very anticlimactic. Yeah. I feel like we all kind of guessed what was going to happen and then it happened and we were like, okay, so what? Like, I mean, it just also like it, I know like some people say like, you don't control the dark side, the dark side controls you. I've seen that floating around a lot. And yeah, but like, I don't really feel like that works for me. And everyone's trying to say for this issue that, cause okay. So for me, I feel like, I didn't understand exactly why Ben was trying to get in with the Knights of Ren to begin with. So that was a question that I had the whole time and it was not answered to me and it just didn't really fit with his character from like, in my opinion, from what we saw in the first issue. Yep. In the first issue and throughout these comics, even in this one, we see him trying to protect people. He doesn't want conflict. He doesn't want to hurt people. Yeah, he wants the answers that he wants, but he doesn't want anybody to be collateral damage. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, there's this huge switch, and yeah. he lets the dark side take over. But it was abrupt. It was very abrupt, and I just feel like I don't know. I f- I just I didn't like the way that that was portrayed. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I mean, in this issue, he's out with the Knights of Ren, right? He's a member now, and they're trying to obtain this artifact what it what it was it wasn't the wayfinder itself was it what was it i don't remember what it was um these people had this this thing that they wanted and they just went and said we're taking it and they're like absolutely not and then um ty and vo mm-hmm. show up 
They're, sorry, they yeah. were looking for the mind splinter. The mind splinter. Okay, I'm not familiar with that artifact. I'm not either. Somebody tell us what it is. But uh, these, these, these. So his friends, sh- well, his old friends show up. Uh, toe, uh, t- toe and by. Um, <laughs> Vo and Ty show up to, to stop him, right? And um, it, it, what, what, one of the most interesting parts I thought was, was Ty and Ben's connection. Um, Ty kept saying that, Hey, I'm, we're connected, man. Like I, I felt like that could have been discussed a little more, but I mean, once again, it's hard to do in four issues. This is such a, now that I think about it, this is such a huge deal in star Wars, like Ben solo, like turning dark. We're, we're going to learn about it in four issues. Yeah. I don't know like, why just, it was scaled down so much. It was very, you, you could really play this out for 25 issues, just like they did with Darth Vader. I feel like it was, well, the- it, it was just an interesting, a character. Yeah. The timing of the release is interesting. I feel like the whole the, the whole four year four issues would have been more interesting if they all came out before the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. yeah. And other than the one page, one little panel really towards the end of this last one that showed the Emperor and his connection to Kylo. Yeah. If you could have kind of removed that. I feel like you they could have released the whole series before Rise of Skywalker and it would have been an I think a cool precursor to the movie. Yeah. Building interest and kind of delving into the character more. I think they only released the first issue the day before the movie. I think it was Mm -hmm. because of sort of the revelation that he didn't uh, destroy Luke's temple. Yeah. Yeah. uh, And basically gave away that there was a lot more good left in him than um, he wants everyone to think, like I was saying earlier. And, but I, I still think these comics don't reach that wide of an audience when you it's down to like the hardcore sweaties like we talk about. Yeah. Uh, that they could have probably released this whole whole little mini series ahead of time. I think it would have been it would have struck us more interesting yeah. than had we not already seen the movie. Yeah, because yeah. like what well, I think I said this either last episode or maybe the episode before, like why do we need this information now yeah like why now because i have more questions now oh yeah than i had before i read the comics yeah and i feel like if we're gonna learn more about i don't know how you can learn more about him turning because like you said at the beginning of this episode when they're threatening these people who they're trying to take the artifact from he says well you're not gonna give it to me i guess i'm gonna kill you and ben says no can't do that he stops. He says, no, you can't do that. And then at the end of it, he murders everybody. Yeah. Like, I, I it was a matter of seconds. And you he know. Didn't want to, he didn't want Ren to murder these people he doesn't know. And then he ends up killing some of his closest friends at the end of the issue. It was a matter of seconds. Yeah. I know I said a while back, and Michael, this might have even been a Patreon exclusive, like a long time yeah. ago at the very beginning of Flying Casual. I don't, yeah. this might have even been Rebel Watch. Yeah. I don't remember. I said that Kylo Ren is actually one of the most terrifying villains in all of yeah. Star Wars. You know, what we see happen with Anakin is very slow yeah. in the grand scheme of things. It takes him a while to get all the way turned to the dark side, right? Yeah. And I feel like with Ben Solo and the Kylo Ren story, it happens uh, very quickly. It's yeah. like the snap of a finger all of a sudden, like... In the beginning of this issue, he wants to 
not kill anybody and he doesn't want anybody to die for the yeah. sake of getting this information. There's another way, he says. Yeah. I have a better way to do this yeah. that doesn't involve anybody dying. He gets upset when these people are murdered. Yeah. But then it's like you snap your fingers and all of a sudden he's turned to the dark side. It's yeah. it's just very strange to me. And maybe they're that progression. Maybe they're trying to make that distinction then with Anakin. Because with Anakin, you're right, it takes time. We see he had even through the movies, he has all these experiences. He falls in love. Like there's all these there's some darkness in him to begin with, right? And I mean they sent you you see that in some of the things he does and um as best as Jake Lloyd could present i think they did that um but he has all these experiences that really set him up and you're right like this happened very fast now a lot of the snoke stuff we don't know we don't know how much manipulation was taking place there however like i said just seconds before he snaps he's trying to protect these people that he doesn't even know or care about it just seems odd it seems odd that he turned just like that but the, in the end, it was kind of lost on me. He he, he tells Ren, um, and Luke, you probably have to help me out here. He says, you know, Ren, you were right, I guess. But I didn't really understand what it was that he was saying, that he was so right about him, and that his destiny is... I don't even know what he was saying his destiny was. It, it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Did you, did you follow that at all? Did it really... You're you kind of talking about how he... You know, Ren says he could easily be like free and do what he yeah, wants yeah. And, and fully embrace the the darkness because nobody expected anything of him. He kind of came from nowhere Yeah, and where he says, you know, you have the background of being, you know, the grandson of Vader yeah. and the, you know, nephew to Luke and yeah. the son of Leia and the son of Han Solo. And like, there's all these expectations upon you because of your background and where you come from. Yeah. And, Throughout the series, it's leaned into a lot that that's what kind of helped move him along to his dark path that he felt the weight of expectations on him from his yeah. his bloodline. Uh, and as he goes to, you know, deal the, the final blow, he talks about how, you know, that Ren has him wrong. He doesn't think he's special. He just knows everyone else does. Yeah. Um, and that somehow is freeing to him, and maybe he comes to that realization in, in the moment, uh, as he's doing that, and that's what kind of frees him up to embrace the darkness a little more, like Ren was able to, and that's why it's you felt it was a like a sudden, sudden turn where he's finally willing to accept it more. Yeah, and but is I don't know as much I don't know this idea of the legacy that he hates so much and these expectations. What really is weird for me then, I mean, he has Vo there, you know, he's ready to kill her. He's like, you're defenseless. Like there's no Jedi left to train you. You're not a Jedi. You never will be. Why would you want to live? And he kills her. I also have a question. Yeah. So the whole concept in the beginning of this comic was that he couldn't join the Knights of Ren until he had a good death. Yeah. Then ultimately he ends up killing four people throughout these comics, but there's only one who he calls a good death and that is Ren himself. Yeah. So it's not even him killing Jedi that are considered a good death. It's him killing this person who's in the position that he wants to be in. That's a good death. It seems that way. Yeah. But 
but why does he tell Vo? Why would you want to live? Because you don't have anything else to live up to, like because you can't become a Jedi. Uh, to him, that I don't know, that wasn't good enough. Um, so even if she could become a Jedi, would he have let her live? I, I I guess I wasn't following it. It was it was very confusing for me. Um, and I think we all suspected that him and his, the legacy of his family would cause him, you know, issues and, and, and conflict um, and question things. But I don't know. I, I would have liked to have seen that struggle a little more. I would have liked to have seen more of the stuff with Snoke because um, I feel like that's the stuff that really turned him. The fact that he was willing because what we do reveal in this episode when he does that mind trick, Snoke taught him that not mind trick, but he can read people's minds, right? That's something Snoke taught him. That's, I feel like that manipulation was more important than anything that's happened and that he was just a ticking time bomb and he needed a place of power to see and that's what set him off. Um, but the real manipulation is definitely Snoke and, and that's what I want to see more of. What would cause him to abandon his uncle like that and his family and embrace this person that he doesn't know? What is it that led him to that? I, I don't know. Did you guys, um, yeah, Michael, those are all really good questions. Um, I also thought when I was reading through the comics that there were a lot of parallels between him killing Vo, since you were talking about that, that, or sorry, him killing Ty, Ty yeah. on that kind of bridge area that mm -hmm. they were in those caves. They just keep yeah. going deeper into that cave, right? And it seemed very similar to the scene with him and his father. Yeah. When he killed his father, they're in kind of the same situation. They're in this precarious place on a bridge. Anything could happen. You can't really go back. You can't really go forward because someone's standing in your way. You're kind of stuck where you are. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, and both of those people, too, his father and Ty, both believed. They, had, they had seen the... He was reading Ben Solo's mind. His father raised him. They know he's good. They see it in him. Yet he betrays them. It's 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 crazy. It's very telling. Um, but it just goes to show you up in that final moment, he, there was good in him. Ty even sensed it. But he still killed him. He snapped his neck. Which is, I feel like that's very personal. That's yeah. almost well, like Ren, get out of my Ren head. Actually oh, Ren did, did it? Oh, it wasn't bad. Okay. I totally missed that. Then. I must have been reading too I fast. I missed that. Um, but it just, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's crazy. It's definitely crazy. Um, but the one of the best parts for me, I thought, was the end. Him bleeding the kyber crystal. Um, it's something that we saw... Uh, to my knowledge, the first time in the second Darth Vader line, when you're like, how does Vader get that lightsaber crystal? How does it turn red? Um, and you bleed this, you literally bleed this kyber crystal with the force. Um, it was really cool. When he turned it, you see blood on his hands. Um, and he's all of, all of the visions of his family and Chewie and Ty. That's another thing. Mm -hmm. Ty was in that vision as well so i feel like he's very important and there's a relationship there that we really need to delve into i want to know what that was um because ty talked about like they were brothers almost like they had this connection uh, so much as it seems like the connection with him and ray 
Um, but he sees that vision and, and all those people he loves. Mm-hmm. And But and then at the end, you see the last vision that he has is Palpatine. And Palpatine. so that yeah. kind of, you know, determines where he's going. Oh, I mean, yes, yeah, Snoke saying this is your destiny and like Palpatine, like the clone Palpatine talking to him, right? But did he or even not know? talking to him, but. But yeah, manipulating or ultimately talking to him, but did he even know? Yeah. He he wouldn't even know that it was Palpatine, though, because I feel like later in The Rise of Skywalker, Palpatine's like, I was all of those voices that you heard. Yeah. So, like, did he actually hear Palpatine? Well, we're learning that... We're learning... This is I, I this is what I've heard, that, that Snoke is a failed clone. Or no, that Palpatine himself was a failed clone or a rogue clone or something like that. But maybe even Snoke was a failed clone. I don't know. But it, what's what's telling is that in four corners of that last page, um, or not maybe not the last page, but when he's going to kill, uh, was it Foe at the end that really set him off in that moment? Or was it Ren? It, it was, was Ren. Ren. Um, all of those people are connected to him. Snoke, his mother, um, Ray. That was crazy. She's there with, um, oh God, Uncar Plot. Uncar Plot, and uh, she says, "Do you feel that cold to him?" And then you have Palpatine, Clone Palpatine, in, in the bottom right corner. Um, they're all sensing it. They're all sensing him turn. Um, I thought that was really that was cool. That was really cool, and you see that connection that we all now know exists there between him and Ray and, and all those characters. But, um, yeah, I think we all kind of came to the consensus it wasn't the best run we've ever read. For four issues, it was fun. It was cool. But like Luke said, that first, that first issue mm-hmm. was where it was at. That's what blew all of our minds and sent us into the Rise of Skywalker just feeling a little different about Kylo Ren. Uh, but I'd still like to see a little more with his troubles with his uncle. That, that that great familial, you know, story that the Skywalker saga saga was like like saga saga. <laughs> Where are you sound from? Like George Lucas saga. Um, that's what to me made the Skywalker saga great, and and that's what I think that everyone wants to see about Ben. So I don't care about the Knights of Ren, you know. I don't necessarily, I mean, it's interesting about Ty, but I'd rather see him talking to his freaking uncle about what went wrong, you know? Like, come on, talk to, you you talking to his dad, his mother, like, let's see that stuff. And we never saw it. I also, like, we need to see what happened between Snoke and Luke. That was actually mentioned, wasn't it, in this issue? Or was it the prior one um, about... um, It was, oh, well, Vo said something to Ryan about... No, no, it was, or, well, they, yeah, he fought the Knights of Ren and sent him running, but it was, there's was something in the past couple issues about um, Luke and, and Ben, and I can't remember what it was, but it was mentioned. Yeah, I think but, there, in one of the earlier issues, it mentioned that Luke kind of did some of the damage to Snoke that you yeah. see. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, his one. scars and things like that. Definitely. But that's why, because, because that's when, that's the first, or, no, it's the second one when Kylo, like, goes and yeah. sees him, and then yeah. he's like, look what Luke did to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. he's responsible for this. But yeah. I just, like, I don't know. That was more intriguing to me than the rest of this. Uh, like, what? Yeah. Like, what? Like, how? Why? There's so much more they could have done, and, 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 even with four issues, I think you could have done more. But overall, we learned a little more. It was interesting, but I really have higher hopes for more Kylo Ren Ben Solo content. I'd love to learn more in some novels and stuff. Um, 
Well, so well, we see. We will see. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, now, uh, some of you, I'm sure, are aware now that uh, The Rise of Skywalker is out on digital release uh, on uh, iTunes. I believe you can buy it. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I got to ask someone here. Uh, I myself am going to buy the Blu-ray, so I'm going to hold off on the digital. But I got to ask Luke. Luke, have you made a purchase recently? I did. I was so excited to see this Let's alert go. pop up on my phone oh. saying, hey, they're releasing it a few days early here. Yeah. Uh, it was supposed to come out on Tuesday, the digital release. And I think uh, Disney did a couple of things, I guess, because everyone's, you know, stuck at home. Yeah. They bumped the release up. They bumped the release of Frozen 2 on Disney Plus up like three mm -hmm. months. That's what that's the one I was asking about, actually. I'm waiting I, for Mulan. I was, my wife and I were talking to my son a couple of times this weekend. You want, like, you want to watch Frozen 2? And he's like, no, <laughs> don't want to watch that. And we're like, okay, well, like, we kind of want to watch it. You want to watch it? So we haven't watched that. But yeah. I did uh, I did go ahead and buy the, the digital release of Rise of Skywalker. And so now Let's go. I have seen that movie one and a half times. <laughs> Because <laughs> I threw half of it last night before I started falling asleep. Oh, man. To wait for the kids to go to bed, oh. uh, put it on. And I definitely will say it's less, um, it, it feels less manic and less rushed. Yeah. Second viewing for sure. Um, and one of the things that really stuck out that I had to like grab my phone and make a note of is uh, you, you, don't, you don't get this the first time through and it, because you can't, because you have to know kind of where it goes and how it ends. But the last line that that Leia speaks to Ray when um, when Ray's leaving to go to Pasana with you know Chewie, Poe, Finn, and the gang to you know start looking for the trail of the Wayfinder. Uh, Lace or ugh, Leia says to Ray, "Never be afraid of who you are." That's the very last thing she says. Mm to her before she leaves and I was like that's a that's a kind of a brilliant line because yeah. we are told later by Luke that Leia knew she was a Palpatine and yeah. for whatever reason she wasn't willing to come out and tell her at that point yeah still wanted her to find out some other way I guess but at the same time was trying to tell her don't be afraid of it it's not it won't define you I guess maybe you yeah. know at least that's where I took that line as them kind of foreshadowing what was to come, um, but trying to give Ray some confidence to deal with it. She doesn't all that well until Luke's intervention, but yeah. I thought it was a, a really interesting line to hear once you've already seen the movie. It, it's somewhat the message, too, that people were giving Ben Solo, too, right? I mean, that's what Ty was telling him. Mm -hmm. You know who you are. Be who you are. I think even Ren was saying that at one point. Be who you are. And, and so... Yeah, no, it's, 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 it is a great story for Ray to reject evil that is an inherently part of her. I get it. That's awesome. But man, do I sure love it, you know, a little more, you know, when she's nobody and she becomes mm -hmm. something great. But I get it. it. It's a it's a great story either way you look at it. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of it's too bad, you know. She just at the end there kind of realizes that. Um, but but yeah, Leia, why didn't we say anything <laughs> sooner? 
Luke, was there anything else that you noticed the second viewing that you didn't well, remember? Well, he has the beauty of going back and starting at where he stopped, too. So that's, right? why, well, that's why it the, seems less the manic. The thing is, I think, based off my first viewing, I think the heart and soul of this movie is everything that takes place on the Death Star wreckage. Absolutely. Um, oh, because could make me cry. We always knew, I think every fan knew, that the Emperor was going to be defeated in some way in this movie. So that there was no suspense there yeah uh, to me the suspense for for fans was how how is kylo or ben going to end up you know at the end of this what was his final choice going to be what was his relationship to ray going to be when it was all said and done and that really all hinges upon everything that takes place on the death star wreckage and i think that's by far the best part of the movie and i put this movie so much lower in my rankings when we when we rank them because I think outside of that, it doesn't do a lot for me. Yeah. Um, but that stuff I think is really great. So I'm 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 really looking forward to to revisiting that. I did watch the scenes. I was starting to get a little twilighty though. I, I did yeah. see the scene where uh, Kylo is revealing to Ray her heritage when they're having that that force Skype session uh, yeah. around Kajimi. Uh, and that little force fight, and I guess I was getting a little twilighty, mm -hmm. but second time around, I, like I still didn't like that exchange a ton. Uh, so I need to watch that one a few more times. But really, the stuff on the Death Star, Leia's intervention, that I think is is where it's all at. Mike's Mike's uh, tearjerker moment when oh, Han shows up. God. I think that's that, that's by far the best section of the movie, and so I'm really looking forward to seeing that again. Absolutely. Now, when we're talking about Twilight, we are talking about the literal production of Twilight the movie, right? Where he says, say it. Say it. And what's, what's the bad lip reading version? He says, say it. And what does, he, what does she call him? I don't remember. God, it's <laughs> so remember. funny. Uh, bag of fish. Or, well, I don't even know what she says. But it's such a, <laughs> such a great uh, mocking of that movie, which I also love twilight um we have a podcast you know we do uh, coming up about that we sure so do luke get ready to talk about more about that flying um, casual on edward's cullen's back on, on his back that's what she does Phrasing. he like takes her up into the I'd trees probably ride him wow wow up a tree you know if i was down for that but also i said i'm just gonna I said Edwards Cullens, yeah. <laughs> and that was really wrong. That's the one leader of Malbec <laughs> yeah. that uh, Holly's had tonight. Um, but that yeah. was yes. You're right now that I, I now I totally get that, Luke. It was a little, it was a little Twilighty. Now that you you mention it, because that's when he's telling her to you know you know what you are, right? A Palpatine, and uh, she's no no. And it's like Kristen Stewart saying no no. <laughs> Sorry, I meant I was getting a little foggy because I was falling asleep. Oh, but we see what Michael. But well. you can see the connection, though, right? <laughs> it's the same thing. Now I actually was going to ask him if it was the, him <laughs> just falling asleep, but now that he mentioned that, that's that's kind of the same thing that's happening, right? Am I crazy? No, you're right. I want it that way. <laughs> Not being a vampire, but being a Palpatine. Yes. Nailed it. I should have just went out on the episode like that. Yeah. I'm looking forward to your one-man play at Celebration <laughs> that you're getting a stage for where you do Dude, all five characters of the hypothetical imagine? Star Wars 
boy band and you just switch <laughs> yeah, personas throughout. Don't don't write me off because that may happen, especially if by chance, by some lucky chance, Flying Casual got on the podcasting stage in Anaheim. Boy, they would be in for a treat. Luke, would you escape into that one? Yeah, actually, oh, yeah. you know we would find a way to do that. That's when we would have Luke attached to an iPad running around on a robot. <laughs> we would set the iPad in that chair. We'll just have to talk. bring our Roomba with us. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was great. Here's our co-host. Luke, Luke, co no, co no, don't go near the stairs. <laughs> oh, the Malbec, it's, uh, it speaketh. Um Anything else, guys? Any new Star Wars thoughts or Twilight thoughts? You know, we can get those out, too. We'll just keep recording. Nothing. It's great radio when there's silence. I super love it. Um, just kidding. I love these guys. Um, guys, stay safe out there. Times are tough. I really hope you're stocked on the old bath tissue. Um, you know, it's going to be tough out there without it. But, um, you know, help your neighbors. We're all in this together, so, you know, be respectful of others. Um, you know, only grab what you need. There, there's no need to, you know, go super overboard to a point where no one else, you know, um, can be as prepared. So be nice to one another. Um, keep your distance. Wash your hands. All that good stuff. Keep your hands to yourself. Phrasing. But, yeah, totally do that. Um, and... Go check us out on Facebook. Join that group. There's a lot of people that are quarantined right now that are having a good time on the group. Um, they're listening to Flying Casual. They're talking on the group. They're creating polls. Go check that out. Um, it's a lot of fun in there. And like Holly said, it is growing, and it's awesome. Um, and Ooh. we love that group. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you one remembered. More, one more housekeeping Yes, item. Darth. Uh, next Saturday will be the book club. I Ooh, know that yeah. we had postponed it. Um, but it will be next Saturday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. Let's go. U.S. coasters. Okay. Um, so if you are a patron right. um, donor, please let us know. And Absolutely. you are more than welcome to join the conversation. Uh, if not, we'll have that posted for you guys after the conversation is had. Yeah. But now you all have an extension for reading Leia. That's right. Um, so, yeah, next Saturday is when we're going to have that conversation. And I do want to tell the patrons, you know, there will be no stream this time. Michael's setup here can only take so much. Uh, so there will be a stream. So if you want to participate, you're going to have to get in the Skype call if you want to. Um, otherwise, you'll just have to wait for the episode to be released. But you do have the opportunity to get in there. And like Holly said, that's this coming Saturday. Um, so be prepared for that. And you Jedi Masters out there, we will be conducting our Casual Council installment number three. Um the 28th of March, which is a Saturday. So we're sticking to what we said. The last Saturday of every month will be our casual council sessions. Um, so that I've posted that in the uh, Patreon um, page. So check that announcement out. Let us know if you're going to make it. Um, and always, you can hit us up on email. You can leave us a voicemail. Um, the voicemails are really fun. I miss the voicemails, uh, but we get it. Everyone's busy. Not everyone wants to hear their own voice. I get it. It can be weird. I, I cringe every time I hear my own. Um, but let us know however you can what you're thinking about Star Wars. If that's the group, if that's the email, it's the voicemail. You want to hit us up on Instagram or Twitter, that's fine too. We are still posting there. Um, Holly has had some really great stories on Instagram lately. Um, not so flattering of myself always. But you know what? For a good laugh, I will sacrifice myself. <laughs> um, so keep that up, Holly. Those are terrific. Um, but if we don't have anything else, guys, I think I'm going to take us out. 
Guys, stay indoors. Hide your kids. Hide your wives. Hide your Star Wars <laughs> material. Um, and just stay safe out there. Luke, thanks for joining us. Holly, lovely as always. And folks, we'll see you next week. 